So how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Excellent. And as I said, thank you for having me on here because it's Yay. really it's really cool to be here. Heck yeah. And I hadn't no. seen you in a while. I know, yeah. It was, uh, I was thinking about who was going to be the first one. You were the first mm-hmm. person. We talked about it. I was like, who, <laughs> who is the most charismatic? Who can talk the most? Who can talk the best and has the best story? Enough about me. What do you think about me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we just wanted to kind of have you on and just kind of talk a little bit about uh, where you kind of come from. I know that we've we've played on tours and and music and stuff like that. I know that's a big part of your life. And I, don't know, I guess I always wondered, because I don't think we've ever had that conversation, when did you actually pick up a guitar and start playing? Um, well, firstly, for uh, for probably 99% of the people who don't know me is that uh, I'm kind of old. I'm deep into my, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in my 50s. So I started playing guitar uh, in high school like a lot of people did. And, uh, uh, and I picked it up for very selfish reasons just because I had, uh, didn't have the greatest social skills. And my friend Jay Faggerly, who uh, <laughs> he was playing... In, it was high school, and he was playing in the quad and at Oakmont High School, and there were girls watching him. And <laughs> I said, I want to do that yeah. because I couldn't talk to girls. And, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then that's why I started and then didn't take it seriously, put it down for a while when I got turned about you know, 17. So I don't know how old I was. I was, like, what, 16 or something mm-hmm. in the freshman and um and then put it down because i was into cars really heavily always have been and then i think when i in my early 20s i joined a band as a bass player uh because i couldn't find a bass player and and which yeah did that keep the girls (laughs) or was it just (laughs) the guitar boy no and then i learned then i learned (laughs) the lesson that a lot of people figured out that uh and I'm not licking your boots, but they're, they're, uh, Julian, because the drummers always seem to get the chicks. I've found they always seem to. I can verify that's not true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> currently, no, currently, it's, right it's now. just you know everybody has everybody has their <laughs> thing. It's, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, it never happened for me uh, so much, uh, uh, but I still, I still, uh, I love get, I love playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. I'm just not crazy about the music industry right now it's just in a it has been ever since i don't know it seemed like about 2000 around 2000 i think it just kind of took a you know yeah. country fell on its face you know just didn't it it you know became it became lost you know after the shania garth thing fell apart mm-hmm. you know because that was kind of like the f- beginning of the end all, some of the old timers say anyways where you know it became a lot more processed and um, and then and then the whole thing just changed, and it's been in a, you know, it's always been a moving blob, but it's right now it's just um, uh, for the people that were that are older, um, and that have a, had a specific genre that they were tied to, unlike being like you know a cover band, um, you it it's harder to find your place because. Yeah. It's it's it just is. It definitely is. I feel that because I mean, even you know, I'm, I guess I'm the next generation after you a little bit, or maybe a couple. I'm not I'm not sure, but I feel that even now, like I almost feel out of touch at times with where the industry is heading, and what's important to people doesn't seem to be as 
important, like, it wasn't like a, that, I guess I used Millie Vanilli, for example, with the uh, auto-tune and, like, fake yeah. lip-singing. That's just the norm now. Like, that's just what everyone yeah. uses, and kids are just used to used to that now i saw a video and i won't say the band but their track started playing like right before they were like even on stage and then the cameras are going because it was a live webcast (laughs) and i was looking at the kids and not one of them really understood what was actually happening it was just kind of like um okay like you guys don't see that they're not actually playing right like, and they had three guitar players, and there was guitar backing tracks on it. But live, they had three guitar players. I just couldn't. But that's the norm now. Like, yeah, people ask, "Do you have tracks? Do you have tracks?" Like, oh, you don't have tracks. Like, it's kind of a weird <laughs> thing now. Like, if you don't have tracks going, you know, we always in our in our bands always were like a highlight for us was always like vocals, and now like it almost is like. All the vocals are fake. Everything's fake. Multiple vocals. They have one vocalist, but then they have like five part harmonies going on. It's just kind of weird. Yeah, it's definitely changed and become a little bit more uh, processed and you know a little you, fake. So it, it, I just find it's harder for like the people that are genuine to kind of shine through because there's so much, you know. Process. Well, it, and and it's a it's a it's a fine both. Well, actually, you hit a lot of a lot of points, but there, there's. Uh, Again, uh, once again, I'm going to pull my old card here because <laughs> I, I'm one of those people that um, um, I always wanted to, f- I, I have this, uh, to a fault at, at times, I have this fascination of why things, why the way things are, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you guys can clean that up in your head. So, <laughs> um, so uh, I remember exactly what you're talking about is, mm. is when it, it's kind of like around that time um, when uh, we get, we got digital and we always will. Um, I remember reading, uh, you can, f- I, it's probably on YouTube. It's uh, one of Frank Zappa's last uh, interviews. It's, I think it was the second to his last interview. Um, they asked him what he thought about the, uh, the synthesizer. It was. Uh, this is in the '80s. He died in. I think it was in like early '90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's and they and uh, this is uh, flock of seagulls. The uh, whole they they were uh, a lot of process then. What they would call processed. You know the, yeah. the DX7 and you know those mm-hmm. kinds of things. <laughs> and um, and uh, he said, well, when I see Gene Autry, which was an old cowboy. Uh, riding side saddle on a horse, carrying one, he said, "I'll I'll believe that they're gonna, you know, be around <laughs> for a while." And and he and then uh, got a big laugh. And then he said, he said, uh, "Technology does like ten year cycles." It and and it's still true today. He, and he said in his interview, he said, uh, "You know, it all starts like on an acoustic guitar, and and it'll go around to whatever's trending, you know, and like as." as you just brought up, it's like doing the track thing. It'll play itself out. Yeah. And then we'll go back. And it was funny because two years after he passed, um, Eric Clapton had come out with the acoustic, the, what was that? The unplugged series. Oh yeah. Right. Which, which they were actually plugged in, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know what, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, the, and, and it does. And, it, and that started that whole thing where it was, you know, you had a whole bunch of people that, 
probably never picked up an acoustic guitar, you know, doing these unplugged things. And it, and, and it was, it was, uh, it's refreshing, but we're about due for it. I, yeah. you know, we, we do. Yeah, I'd hope so. Cause I, I feel like, um, yeah, it's, I miss that about music, a lot of the new music. And I'm, I'm, a, fan, I'm a fan of a lot of the new music, and I don't mind that it's uh, made digitally and everything, but it becomes harder and harder to find those like organic. That, well, exactly what you said about the Unplugged series. They really had to do their best to really shine because they couldn't really hide behind anything. No, and, and, and what it's another, that's another point that you, that you brought out is uh, the thing that changed dramatically Dramatic. I like that word. Yeah, <laughs> I'm working on I my. I want to use it. My dyslexic. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what happened with a with with that? It's uh, I don't know if you'll people. Eh, you have to hang with it, I guess. Is is there's a weird correlation between, um, like the auto industry, uh, racing, and the music industry. Mm-hmm. It, it because um, to go fast, you got to do what the fast guys are doing. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, if you want to be, um, y- you can't. Uh, Thirty years ago, um, you could uh, start a band relatively easy. Mm-hmm. You know, with the, with with a minimal amount of talent. You know, you could be you could play well, and you could have fun and, you know, be one of those bands that everybody just, you know, dumped, somebody dumped the tip jar out and somebody went up to the bar and tried to get paid. Yeah. And then you, you know, you, you dump the chips out, you split them up and then you all went to breakfast and, you know, those kinds of bands and, and those are the ones that I like. But, but today, um, you can still do that with four other bands and then, you know, the headliner takes all the money. But, <laughs> but what happens is that, it, it is that people, it, everything advanced, um, cars advanced, sound systems advanced. So people um, going from uh, a CD with uh, playing, you know, uh, uh, the, when the, the CDs got personal and you could, you know, have a, have a, be able to jog with listening to a CD to the cars being like with these subs in them people's ears got spoiled and bands couldn't keep up. Yeah. You know, you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't just walk in with an old, you know, to somebody carrying, you know, two speakers in and, and retain an audience. People were yeah. spoiled today. We don't, if that, you know, the kick drum's not making your teeth rattle, then we just, we lose interest. <laughs> we just, we just, we went from having, going to concerts with these big walls of speakers and it was analog, you know, and, and, and analog is a, a lot of, most people that, you know, were born past 1990, um, have never experienced a really big analog, uh, right. sound system, you know, wave systems, which, which we see now, um, they, they sound great, uh, really mm-hmm. great. And they, they duplicate, what we hear almost through headphones, but those old analog systems are kind of like old tube amps or old tube radios. They were warm and they were a whole bunch of speakers and they were like <laughs> moving air and they literally were moving air. They, they were, uh, yeah. and, and it was, it was, um, I mean, you look at old pictures of day on the greens and you know, all that stuff. And they were huge. Uh, my point is, is that, is that, uh, from 
how we listen to music to where we listen to music is it has to be, it has, you can't just be, you can't just play well. You have to be like, <laughs> just like fucking incredible. Yeah. You, you, I mean, to, to be able to rise above all of the other stuff nowadays. And yeah. Do you feel, well, that's a good point. So do you think that's why this newer generation, they rely so much on tracks and so much because, like, there is that expectation. Yeah. Possibly, you know. Yeah. It, that's, I mean, that would make sense because uh, what was the place that we played, Brittany, where we went up, in between our sets, we were playing with a DJ. It was a fair or something like that. I forget where, what I fair, know. but. Uh, I can't remember. Do you remember, Adam? Doesn't have a good memory. I don't. I don't remember. I don't <laughs> well, remember what play, I ate yesterday. We play a lot of shows, and, and I. But I do remember. Uh, it was in the middle of California somewhere, and uh, we were up against a DJ playing in between, and that DJ had the subs just blasting, just going, just playing these club bangers. You know, ones that we. I mean, I like them, but I don't want to have to play after. 10 yeah. club bangers that people just know and like go crazy over. Yeah. And then when we started playing, they barely even had us in the subs, right? Yeah. It's, they just, just yeah. <laughs> and what were people, the kids, there was kids like there, you know, teenagers and what were they there? Like jumping on stage and you were trying to tell them. Um, oh, you, oh, now uh, I remember. Okay. Yeah. That, that was not in Amador, but it was like it was somewhere near, out there. Near, somewhere yeah. near the area. Yeah. It was so terrible. And it was, they were playing these bangers and it was great. And we still had an audience, but it just, how do you compete with process <laughs> and bass? And not that our bass didn't sound good, but it definitely wasn't no, what you, they were playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just couldn't, we couldn't, uh, equal the same. No, intensity. you can't compete. I've had, I've had my ass kicked so many times from <laughs> DJs. I, I've just, yeah, it's that, uh, yeah. But I will get a shout out to, uh, DJ Montague in the Reno, a guy we play out there. That club, Brew Brothers, they keep us both equal. Yeah. And we, we more or less compliment each other, you know. <laughs> so we don't ever feel like, oh, man, he just played a set of just, you know, hip-hop. And, oh. <laughs> that was uh, Waffles. She just knocked over a guitar. Waffles is a dog. <laughs> I'll post a picture of her sometime. But, yeah, they keep it equal, which is, you know, really nice. And I, But I think that's kind of an oversight in a lot of places. Yeah. They're not even thinking about that, oh. the fact that it's two different things. Like it's it, it's not the same, but it, it yes. is. Well, well, now it's really interesting because um, it's that is a whole other factor with – Entertainment, it doesn't matter if it's performing arts or if it's music or uh, even, even if, <laughs> if, if, if you notice, I mean, like uh, a, a lot of people say, well, you know, oh, we, uh, millennials, you know, they, they need all of this audio input, mm -hmm. like, like dogs barking. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, and, and, you know, people throw rocks at, at all of that. And, and uh, what I've noticed is that Everyone does. Everyone needs a lot of audio stimulation. Uh, so, so with the DJ, it is it is processed music. It's predictable because that's why cover bands work so well. Because yeah. people, yeah. we want to know what we want to know what's expected. It's and and it's it's what's what started the uh, tribute bands. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. Um, if you want to um, uh, see uh, 
a band and it's got like the name of a Hotel California song, you just know what kind of you know what kind of band <laughs> yeah. you're gonna see. You know where gonna somebody's get. gonna go, hey, you want to go see Chicken Chaser over at the park? It's like, uh, oh, nah, you know chaser. what? Yeah, who are they? Yeah. And it's just like I haven't heard of them. And then you go, oh, you try to sell it. Well, you to, could. You, you, try to, <laughs> you try to sell it to them, yeah. and 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 it's hard because people are very selective. And 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 you know, I I will rent a movie sometimes, and then I'll be on my phone looking at something. And and watching the movie at the same time and just doing things because it's it's just a strange thing that we do and unfortunately the arts don't do well in those environments because it's um, uh, the multi band thing multi band tickets they've been around for a while I yeah. mean you know like uh, uh, I mean, from the 50s, uh, what's, what's the movie, uh, Walk the Line, you know, with Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. It, that was a very accurate, very accurate um, showing of how bands toured back then, which, which has always and always will be and always has been um, an industry. That's one thing that will never change is uh, touring acts. But um, what's changed about it is... Um, what you just said, the 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 process music. I, I saw yeah. I saw Luke Bryan. I, I was working uh, the VIP section at uh, Sleep Train two years ago, and he he rolled in with like six buses and seven semis, and he was production. And and it was it was I was I, I had never heard him before, and then once I heard what it was playing, it was it sounded like a rock band to me. And I'm not knocking it. What I'm saying is that it it was it was such a production that um, I almost couldn't put my head around it. But what it what it made me think is that at that level, that's what it takes um, uh, to to be able to to roll that big. Is, is you know it takes a yeah. huge a yeah. huge show like that. But uh, also is is um, there's no the the middle class um, where I used to live. I used to you know be one of those third billing bands when you went to a, a multi band you know festival or something yeah. or a thing you know even a, a, a fair that you know I would be the guy that was you know the third billing you know that had the small print on the flyer mm-hmm. and you know we would get paid and we were able to operate at that level and and because of those big ticket productions. Um, there's no more money at the third or fourth billing. Those, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. now they're just saying, you know what, we don't have the money because we don't know if we're going to sell enough tickets, and um, so you know, you can park for free, and we won't take any of your merch. <laughs> and uh, you, you know, that's just Basically what happened. Plan. That's yeah. what for pennies. That's yeah. what that's what um, that's what ended up, you know, uh, taking me out of the game, you know, a few years ago. And and uh, so I've been sitting on my hands ever since, and trying to. Like a lot of people, you know, you, you have to not get discouraged and you have to find your place. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, it's definitely, <laughs> I, I laugh when you, say, when you say, like, it's hard. I think it's even hard now for bands like us where it's like, you know, we're that new crop, but we're trying to, like, build up. But, yeah, it's hard to, to make anything and to even play nowadays, you know, venues are having a hard time. What I've noticed is they're switching formats, going away from like being a live venue. Yeah. You know, they're they're becoming restaurants or they're 
doing karaoke, you know, and I love myself karaoke, but, you know, it's a little discouraging. I feel, you know, if you're coming up now, it, it can be. Also, I mean, you do have the internet and everything is like at your disposal to reach a worldwide audience, but there's that sifting through the probably thousands, millions yeah. of potential songs, let's just say, someone ha- you'd have to get through to get to get there. You yeah, it's, it, it's not what it used to be. Like, you have, I don't know, you have to be self-made. You have to make yourself because no one's going to make you. And like you said, they barely have anybody. You'll have three or four bands, but, I mean, you, they're not getting paid. And that's great exposure, but is it? <laughs> you know, after a while, I don't know. Well, what, uh, remember that show that we played? Uh, Chris, I think you we rolled in the, uh, the bus, and I think there were seven bands or seven or eight <laughs> bands at Ace of Spades. I think. I yes. think we filmed it. Yes. You know? Yes. I'm just thinking as a music listener, Mm-mm. if I had to process six, no, not yeah, even six, <clears throat> six to eight bands in the span of what maybe four hours, everyone does like a little fifteen minute, twenty minute set. If that, you know, four or five hours, it's it, it was an overload. Right. And then no one, how can you possibly make any money off of that when no. you're splitting it with that many bands? The venue's got to take their, their cut. I, I mean, I'm not knocking it, you know, for an upcoming band. Like, that's, that's probably a great thing. But these were bands that were, like, established even. Yes. And you're playing, <laughs> I mean, by the third, fourth band, like, me personally, I'm already kind of fried. <laughs> Like, I can't yeah. really, like, process anymore yeah. or really enjoy it, you know? you know. I feel like that's, it's not so much like that now, thankfully. It's starting to go back down because we're talking about cycles and mm-hmm. everything. But in the heyday with Heroes Last Mission, I remember doing those six, six band bills, like, was the norm. That was just the norm. Like, oh, yeah, six bands. <laughs> or the venue would just throw one on last minute. Oh, we wanted to sell a couple more tickets, so then we just added... Yeah. Another one. They're going to do a ten minute set. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, I just, I just, that, that's tough, you know. So how do you stand out? And you know, we had to find obviously unique ways to do that through merchandising and uh, videos, and you know, okay. and still to this day, like you still have to do even more. Like yes, I feel like you know, video. Um, if you don't do video, <laughs> I'll just say this now, as an upcoming artist or anything, like you're already behind. <laughs> like it was oh. it was a unique thing back then you know to do now it's just like the norm you know? yeah um i will um i know this is a, this is a new show maybe you know at some point you know there'll, there'll be a page or something but uh uh in the meantime i'll i'll uh i'll post a video on on your on your mm-hmm. on your personal page um about uh about uh a guy does uh, a manager he does a, um, a like a wagon wheel analogy of, about what it takes to you know operate a, you know a band a working yeah. band yeah. you know be, because um, there's there's whole there's so many aspects and and those are yeah. the vital ones that you didn't need you know so many years ago and there's there's a lot of bands um, I'll back up a little bit there, there's um, for anybody that's listening. Um, or that's still listening, that, that <laughs> wants to that 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 you know, because uh, everyone starts out as as a bedroom player, you know, yeah. everybody. It's just like, uh, it's it's like uh, it's it's very similar to uh, aviation. You don't 
you don't just say, I'm going to, you know, I want to fly, you know, big commercial jets, you know, or I want to fly. You, you have to start in, a, in a, you know, a Cessna. You, you know, everybody has to start <laughs> yeah. in a small plane. Yeah. And then, and then you work your you work way your up way to up. what you work. Yeah. And it's the same, and it's the same in the music industry is, is that you, you, um, you, if you decide to start add, whether you're going to be a duo or you're going to be anything, um, you have to find out who you're going to play to and, and more Audience. before it was, uh, there wasn't you, well, I mean, it's not news. It just, there's, there was coffee shops and there's, and then there's air all the way to large venues. But, but at some point the, 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 you have to figure out what band, what kind of band you want to be. And if you, and most of, most people, they just want to have fun, you know, like, like 95% of the people, <laughs> yeah. they have day jobs and they do it for fun. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, which is, it, it's, it's good and bad. The, the downside to that is that people will play for almost nothing. And that's why the people that are trying to do it for a living can't because mm. there's so many people that will do it for nothing. And oh, I never even I, thought of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just one of those it's thing, and 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 um, that's what started you know the jam bands and all that kind of stuff. And it's it, it gets it gets it gets uh, yeah. Everyone's heard that 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 gripe, mm -hmm. but it's it's just the way it is. And and uh, for some reason, it, there's this also kind of a strange thing. Like with visual arts, we don't do. Um, you know, we don't do battle of the artists, you know, like, you know, we don't get a bunch of oil, we don't get a bunch of oil painters, you know, and go, okay, you guys, you know, I want you to do oil and, and everybody's got to just stick to it. And that's going to be your genre. And, and we're go, judge you. go, and there's going to be three people. Oh, I didn't think about it. I just, I'm just picturing yeah, the show. Yeah. I'm you funny. know, no pun intended. Yeah. But, right. It, it's, and, and for some reason with it, we do this, we do this with, with, um, and the music thing, and it's just, it, it's an artistic thing, and yeah. I, I've always scratched my head. I've done them, and I've always I always just kind of feel awkward about it. And um, but it's it's uh, where I'm going with that is is that it's it's tough because the biggest thing that I see I don't I really don't have an answer for it, but but uh, as as to a, a new artists wanting to get into the industry but but what i would like to suggest to anybody is know what the heck that you're doing because you just can't today you just can't play go i like this kind of stuff and i want to play you know i'm going to do chili pepper songs that's um, you know if you're going to be yeah, a tribute yeah, band for tribute that band. yeah you 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 could do it but if you to put a set list together uh, of obscure music, um, it just doesn't. It doesn't. It, it you can't find a place for it. And 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 uh, the Heroes Last Mission thing. You know, you guys are doing. I, you know, you've anyone who knows me um, knows that you. You guys are my that 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 lineup. The Heroes Last Mission thing was my favorite band. I just I was. Uh, you have you had uh, the elements that that worked and everywhere we went it was uh, when we went on tour we st went from here to texas yeah and and um um texas is different um way different than oh, yeah. um than uh, than this area uh, northern california and um 
because they uh, most of the venues operate from uh, you know six to ten, for, you know unless well you guys were like doing the rock thing, and those venues they they go much later. But but a lot of uh, I play in the blues genre and that it's uh, a little more friendly mm. and and then the the just everything's different. I couldn't it would take me too long to go into all the aspects. Live entertainment is something it's a part of their culture and it's yeah. it's it's just uh where uh it's not so much in northern california and Mm-mm. realizing that <laughs> yeah. um because if you like me i lived my whole life and never left you know i you know went and visited other places but as a musician when you go and perform i um the first time i i, I went went to texas uh i was I started talking on the microphone and the room went quiet and I <laughs> looked, I literally looked around like, is there some, you know, something happened? Oh, right. And, and I figured out that people were listening to me and it was like Good this point. respect yeah, thing. Yeah. And I went like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, you lose that here. Really? It's, it's, yeah. it's, um, you know, there's not, you know, people like, you know, on their phones and bending over. No, they, they're listening. That's what we, and this is still like that over there in the, the Midwest and Texas and Nashville. We went to Nashville earlier this year. Uh, we played at the Bluebird, a couple other venues, and it was that same feeling. It was that, it felt empty, but then you realize that, oh, this, this room is filled. It's filled with people, and they're listening to every word and trying to, like, really, like, listen which is really weird because I hadn't actually experienced that. I mean, I've heard about it, but I, I did, and I wasn't even up there playing. It was the three of the members of our band, and even I was nervous, and I wasn't even up there because I was just like, oh. Because now they're actually listening. They're, they're trying to dissect or, like, mm-hmm. interpret or, like, apply it to their life. Whatever they yeah. do, the listener does to interpret your music, and that was, like a, that was definitely an eye-opening experience. Because yeah, you know we're we want you know everyone to just like us right away you know high energy and like ah we'll rock out and like ah like we put out the vibe vibe but when you're stripped down like that acoustic even like you really you're, can't hide you're naked pretty much <laughs> I mean and they're listening they're and they're it's just like oh I just feel like I have to really like be sincere about what what we're we're talking about or singing about or you know because yeah. they're listening. Yeah, it's it's definitely different. Northern California, I think, has always been different. I mean, shoot, you know, Brittany, you're coming from a uh, like vocal jazz. Yeah, I did jazz. That was my thing, and yeah, people don't care about that here. (laughs) Really, I haven't found. I don't know. I I think, like you said, it's it's totally cultural in the South. Music. I don't want to say it's more important, but it's more a part of who they are and what they do. And I don't think so. At least from from a Sacramento perspective, it isn't. I mean, we like it, but there's just so much going on, and I don't think. I think when there's more than one thing going on, you can't really focus on one, you know. And like with those venues, when you have like six or seven bands, how do you? I don't know. How do you focus on one, um, and give the same amount of attention to another? It's kind of disrespectful to me, to the bands when you book all these these bands. It's not. It's not about the art now. It's about the money. Like you, yeah. you know. noses and nickels. As they yeah, call it. it's yes. totally. And I, yeah. I don't know. I t- but then again, I haven't traveled. This is just what I've read and what. Uh, so I'm not very well traveled well, at all. I'll, but I'm going to reply to that, and then I'm going to. I have a question mm-hmm. for you uh, about about the jazz thing that you were talking about. So 
So it's it's really interesting um, when you were talking about the cultural thing. I I, I remember I, I read an article uh, years ago in Guitar Player Magazine, but um, it was uh, I believe it was actually Jeff Beck. He was he toured with Steve Ray Vaughan, which I thought was very interesting that they put those two together, <laughs> and um, and he he'd asked uh, he'd asked Stevie Ray about about the Texas shuffle thing and. Um, it, it uh, you know, the Texas in the blues genre, the Texas shuffle is a very prominent. Um, drummers would call it a a, a backward shuffle. It's it's this, it's a um, it, it's a distinct sound. Um, if you listen to Stevie Ray, that's what he's famous for. But um, he broke it down to where it, it's a cultural thing, and um, to where like if you were in Texas or in anywhere in the Midwest in the in the 30s or 40s, you and you stood outside. You wouldn't. It, it's it's flat. You know, it's, there's not a lot of mountains and and sound travels. And you would hear in the distance. You would you know you you like and every day your audio input would be like people walking, and you would hear a train off in the distance. You know, and like one of like a steam train. You know, it would like you know, and that's kind of what a Texas shuffle is. It's that that kind of a. Uh, a draggy thing and 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 the shuffle in and of itself is 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 um kind of uh it sounds like somebody shuffling their feet it's it's you know the, it's appropriately named so 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 but but see you know like life was life was different then you know yeah. people could you know have a stay-at-home mom and 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 one income could raise a family yeah. it, it it and it's in in this culture that we're in, like in California, especially, it's it's practically impossible to to have a, a one income a family. You know, mm-hmm. where it's um, and uh, and everything over the years is um, uh, the music becomes a byproduct of of the environment. So the more noise that we have in our life, you know, just I mean, like if you think about what it's like any 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 busy city mm-hmm. it's it's unbelievable i mean you can't yeah. like, you can't answer a phone call and walk outside and, <laughs> and, and talk to anybody because it's so much audio input yeah. and and um and it's really hard um the hard part about um uh so i i had a uh day job like most people you know my whole life i i I'm one of those people that just work a lot, and and I, um, when uh, things were going bad in 2009, 10, everything was crashing. Um, I had worked commission. I was painting cars, and I worked commission, and they were doing away with the commission painter. And I just saw that my job was going to go away. So I, um, I was in a place where I could quit, and I did, um, and went into music. Went into music. Uh, uh, my monies that what little's monies that I had invested they were crashing too, and so I pulled them out and we, uh, and because the music industry was touring industry was on its face, I uh, uh, was able we were able to get into the bus because they were just selling for like oh. they were giving them away in Nashville. They st- in yeah. fact, they're 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 still very affordable to and buy. This was a tour bus, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we bought we, we bought a used uh, um, uh, Prevost. Uh, entertainer coach which is uh not an rv they're they're completely opposite of an rv but uh 
they're just it was uh, it belonged to Night Train, which is a touring company that's still around. But but uh, uh, and I knew what I was getting into. But they're uh, that's a whole nother subject. They're they're uh, <laughs> they're they're, just, they're the highest paid member in any band. They're, a bus will always suck up all the money. <laughs> but my my point um, is that the industry is it it's not not the industry music is. Um, it goes hand in hand with the environment. How much, you know, like if you look back at the punk era, you know, the whole anger, you know, I'm not going to dress mm-hmm. like my parents want me to, that yeah. all, you know, those big powerful downstrokes wearing the guitars really low. And, and it was just, a, it was a reflection of the society back mm-hmm. then. And, and, um, and in that, um, a lot of things got lost, you know, uh, um, uh, like, like the like the jazz thing, you know, um, cultural arts, like um, you know, the performing arts. It's just taken a horrible hit, just 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 absolutely horrible. So so, uh, like, uh, Sacramento is probably the worst area in the world, I would think, for jazz. From what <laughs> I can see, it is. I mean, we don't have, um, we're we're um, we're just not j- jazz friendly no. at all we're just we just not and 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 schools you know they teach it and it's it's wonderful because it's a great foundation but so so having a jazz a jazz background um what was it like for you to like be in this uh, doing the whiz kid cover band thing it's like that must that must <laughs> was that a was that a uh, hard transition for you or is... uh it wasn't difficult um i might on no, that, okay, it was difficult. It's still <laughs> difficult. It's not like it was. It still is. Because um, the mannerism and how you go about doing things in jazz versus in a live rock band, essentially. I mean, yeah. cover songs are all these rock songs. And pop songs, it's totally different. And the vibe is different. And the audience is different. Um, it's still hard. It's, I mean, completely. I'm still having to change not who I am, but things that I would do as a jazz musician, because people don't care. <laughs> They're just there listening yeah. um, for fun. It's totally different. Not that they don't do that for jazz, but when they do listen for jazz, it's it's more to think. You're thinking about it. You can't listen to jazz and not think. Like, it makes you think. Yeah. And so, not that the pop music doesn't make you think, but a lot of it, everybody knows it and they're comfortable with it, and they're there to party or, you know, hang out. Quick escape. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. that's what music <laughs> is a lot now. It's to escape from the everyday. And I'm not saying jazz can't be that, but I think it's just so much for your brain to just to comprehend and think about and listen. So that was hard for me. And then um, I went to school somewhere in Sacramento, <laughs> and uh, that kind of changed who I was because I think going into uh, music – in a co- in college, I was um, I don't know because I never had any formal training until college, and college is when I decided jazz because the classical wasn't it wasn't R and B enough for me, and then jazz had cool chords, man, just cool sevens and nines and fours, and I was like, that's cool, I like this, um, so I stuck with it, but then I realized there's no place here for it, and people don't want to hear it, and that's okay, um, but it's still hard. I mean, really, it's difficult. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, I'm sorry it, if I didn't answer your question. No, <laughs> no, no. Well, we were talking about culture. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about cultures, and and I realize that I'm bouncing around quite a bit. But there, there is um, a lot in what you said. And and for anybody listening uh, that 
that uh, is completely confused. I, I, there's a there's a fine distinction of um, of of uh, starting your band and playing like if you write songs like Heroes Last Mission. Great a, a great uh, example is. Um, if you weren't here, I would be using you as an, you know, what you guys did in the Heroes Last Mission thing as an example because here you had a um, a band that you guys were playing. I don't know what ninety percent originals, you know, mm-hmm. most of the time, yeah. and uh, they were they were really incredible. And and um, what's what's uh, FFG Jordan? Is it Jordan? Jo- uh, uh, Jarrett. Jar- Jarrett. Jarrett. Excuse me, Jarrett. Um, uh, Shout out. Yeah, he, he he told me a really cool thing. He said that that uh, when you're doing originals, he said he they, that they would go to uh, a coffee shop where no one knew them, and they would try their originals out the, acoustically. Yeah. yeah. And and he said that to to see like how they got over because you know uh, your friends will like go oh that's awesome I like it a lot mm-hmm. yeah you know and that's great. and and. Um, and and it may not it may not like always be the case it it may be but it may not be and um what i noticed about all of your originals is that people it moved people and they were catchy and they were just they were just really good there mm-hmm. was all this scallop they they were really really good and then how you performed them was just icing on the cake because that's the beauty of that's what keeps that's what keeps this whole industry going because yeah. if people didn't make new music then <clears throat> then um everything would be oldies or classic rock <laughs> so but you know what i mean it's yeah. it's it, and but unfortunately um unless you're on that level un- unless you're one of those people that's going to be a headliner um you like you guys experienced it's it it the the moving blob of the industry it, it will it will change and whether you're going to be with it mm-hmm. or you can or your what you're doing is diverse enough to be able to take the band that it's taking mm-hmm. um and in your case it didn't sound like a, it, you guys didn't just you you change had to change yeah. how right. the, you had no, to change the form you had to jump formats and it it's not it's not that the music changed it's it's because you know there's like the, uh, Rick Warren said like there's there's no such thing as Christian music you know there's <laughs> no it, it's it's all God's music it's there's only Christian lyrics yeah. and yeah. and and uh, whatever we want to hang on it yeah you you couldn't you know make a jazz standard out of you know uh, I can't feel my face you know <laughs> you, you, you 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 just can't. It, that would be so much of a... Sh- somebody will do it, you watch. Yeah, but, <laughs> someone's going to do it. Uh, just someone, to, please wrong, do that. Yeah. Prove them wrong. Yeah. We want to see that. And, uh, uh, but, but, the, but, the, but the thing is, is that all of, all, all of it is... is uh, you have your cover bands, and, and a cover band is like, uh, just to make it clear. So, so top 40, it, it's, we're always going to have you know, the billboard charts or a chart like it. And... Mm-hmm. and Whatever is the most thing, you know, a cover band. If you want to start a cover band, you just go to the charts, top, you know, the billboard, and you just play what's in the top 10 of, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's what we, you just keep playing those. And you will, if you do it well, I'm not saying you have to be great. If you just do it well, you can actually make a living for it. There, there's a, a, I read a book years ago, it came out in the 80s, a uh, drummer here in Sacramento, his name is James Daring wrote uh, Making Money, Making Music. I think he revised it in the 90s. Um, uh, talked about um, that the cover band, 
doing top 40, if you want to be in this industry and you want, you don't want to, uh, have a day job, like the ones that you have to do something other than music mm-hmm. kind of day job, then if you want to do music, then you have to, uh, you have to be good, but you have, you have to be a cover band and you have to, you know, be able to do lessons. You have to rent your equipment out or do something like that or you know, repair stuff or mm-hmm. learn how to do lighting or something like that and, or, or any web kind of stuff. And you can not have one of those kinds of jobs where um, the things, the thing that I try to tell people, because I, I do a little bit of artist management with, with friends mm-hmm. that I know that I really feel that they, they um, will, that they need it and yeah. they will listen to me, is that, that um, um, doing goal-orientated tasks like, uh, like uh, tomorrow morning, like I, have, I, I just got a day job this year after seven years of not having one. And um, but so tomorrow I will wake up and I will get in my car and I will drive to a building and I will get out of it and I go to a meeting and they tell me what I'm going to do that day. And then I get a piece of paper and then they I start doing it and they check on me halfway through the day and where are you on the list? And then it, and then so I'll be doing that for five days a week. And then on the weekend, I try to be creative and the 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 creative mind doesn't it it, um, it doesn't work well with too many goal oriented tasks like like I have to make my point here pretty soon or I'm <laughs> going to be talking too much so I have to like hurry and so that's a goal oriented task that mm-hmm. I'm doing whereas if I was playing my guitar right now like doing some you know emotive solo where I close my eyes and it's coming out of nowhere. And it's nothing I've ever played before. It's not only refreshing to me, but it's often refreshing to people that are listening to it mm-hmm. other than listening to me talk. And so the difference is that when you have a day job and you have and, and you're trying to be creative and do this musical endeavor, it's hard. Oh, you can't go from that kind of thing and all of a sudden just go, okay, now I'm going to be... Mr. Creative or yeah. Mrs. Creative, it's really difficult. It is. Uh, I actually was doing screen printing, you know, for a long time here. And once we started the cover band, and you know, along with the creative projects that we were doing, <laughs> there was times, you know, you exactly what you said. You, all right, I'm just got done working in the garage, sweating, printing shirts for you know, six hours straight. All right, now time to be creative. Oh man. <laughs> that was uh, that was tough. Easier said than done. Yeah. Just because it's just I don't know your your creative mind, and then it just affects it. How can you really be? I mean, not saying it can't be done, but and I'm shout out to those people and props to those people that can do it. But yeah. it's definitely I feel I think I feel the same way when there's just that a whole other like thing. It's not music. It's not being creative. I just. It's almost overwhelming, and it's really not that much different. It's just you're putting some hours into something else, but it can make you feel overwhelmed when it's time. All right, let's be creative. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's, it's, <laughs> you, I, was, uh, I was laughing as you, as you were saying that because uh, you, you reminded me of a funny story. I, um, I was talking about my friend Helen, Helen who works for H, HP. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she works at the headquarters down in Oakland or someplace down there and she um, very brainy she's very linear 
pragmatic thinker and, mm-hmm. and just like way, way s- just like scary smart kind of person. But she has that kind of, uh, if you ever watch Bones, that, that lady in the Bones. Oh, where right. Yeah. She just doesn't have this, uh, <laughs> her doesn't have the spam guard and doesn't have, uh, she just says things. <laughs> she operates on logic and reason. And I, I, uh, I went to visit her one time and she, um, uh, she's, by the way, she is, uh, she does have a wonderful voice and she like reads music and she's very smart that way too. But she, um, listened to a song. I said, Hey, I want to play the song that I'm working on. So I, you know, you know, something that I, I was writing at the time and I played it and, um, and she, and after I got done, she just looked at me, she said, hold on. And she walked and went in her bedroom. She came back and she hands me this book and it, the book was called How to Write Better Lyrics. Oh, shit. I have it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I bought it. And, and, I, and I, um, I just, I just, I was like, you know, uh, as my friend says, you can't, you can't humble a proud person. You can only humiliate one. And so, and so I, 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 I sat there and I, and, and, uh, I kind of laughed about it. We laughed about it later. And so, but in that book, it had a really, it had a really neat exercise about how to stimulate the creative mind. And so, uh, so, so it says, wake up in the morning and you do all your grooming stuff. And then it says, set a timer like yes. for three minutes and, and then you, you sit down and you close your eyes and you use your other senses other than your sight, you know, yeah. like your, your, your smell and your, your, your feel, your touch. And you're like listening, like, so if I was to do it right now, I could, there's a fan going someplace and I could hear like a fan and I hear like the buzz from a refrigerator and I can hear Brittany's clicking as she's texting something. <laughs> and so, so I would hear the, I would hear those, those are my audio sounds. <laughs> so I would hear, I would hear, and then, and then how I feel, you, you can get the idea. Yeah. And so you do that. And then at the, when the timer goes off and, and as you, you feel those things and you're writing down anything that comes to mind, you, um, you'll be surprised because I actually still do this every once in a while. You'll get on something where you come up with something kind of cool, but then when the timer goes off, you have to stop. And the reason you stop is because you already stimulated that creative side of your brain. And then when you're going at, to work doing those linear things, you're still mm-hmm. thinking about that thing. And mm-hmm. that be able, that's enables you to be able to, you know, keep that side yeah. of your brain going. Like, I want to finish what I started this morning. I'm going to finish it tomorrow morning. And, and then you can usually get on, mm-hmm. a, on a thread with that kind of thing yeah. for anybody that gets in a rut. Cause I get in ruts where I don't, not only do I, I can't write anything, I don't want to write anything. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's a, you know, yeah, that sounds like a cool exercise. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't texting. I was actually trying to find the book because I was like, I'm pretty sure I bought it, and I did. Uh, they're these two. It's by Pat Patterson, and uh, he's actually a teacher at Berkeley uh, College of Music. And so, yeah, those, that's exactly the... the um, did that happen to you, too? <laughs> uh, well, uh, here, no, 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 because I can't even get myself to write the lyrics because I hate everything I write. So I was like, how do I get over this? And so I bought his books, and um, they're awesome. And they do do timing. They do it like a 90-second one, a five-minute one, and a 10-minute one. And you do them in the morning because it continuously... You're always thinking yeah, about well, it. Yeah, well, yeah, it gets you... I mean, you can't... If you want to write better lyrics, you want to write better music, you can't put it as the, your last priority of the day because we always sweep those under the rug. So if you make it the first thing you do, you did it, and you have to do it. I mean, I don't know. It no, just, but it is, sense. But yeah, it is cool. We were just talking about I'm coming in from working screen printing shop all right no that's right i have the rest of the night and it's like 
Yeah. Mm, I'm pissed off at that customer that said that one thing yeah. and they did this and then it wasn't printing right and I'm still kind of disheveled from that and that's just kind of like uh, but that does make sense because mm-hmm. there was a, a couple times actually we wrote a lot uh, and we still do a little bit to this day is that I would wake up and that was the first thing I did was just write a whole like music for a whole song just every morning and I'd want it to be like completed within the first like hour or two and then I went about my day yeah. And then I had that on my phone because I sent it to myself, of course. And so then that's all I did was obsess about it for the rest of the day. Exactly. And that's what the, the uh, <clears throat> I don't, what do you call them, exercises do. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. forces you to stop because now you want to keep going and you're going to carry that all day long. And so, it's, but it's, <laughs> yeah. there, there's two books. There's um, <laughs> Write Better Lyrics and then there's Songwriting Without Boundaries. And I have both of those, but they're both awesome. The Writing Better Lyrics is from a 95 actually was published. Oh, damn. Yeah. They're awesome books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, it, it that is. Uh, um, uh, when you asked me about um, earlier about you know how I how I got started, um, I uh, probably there was back. Let's see. I had started. Um, I got in my first band, and at some point, it's all kind of blurry to me. Uh, because I'm old, and <laughs> the I used to go to blues jams, and I remember I I was at a party, and I ran into um, a blues guy. Uh, he, he passed uh, some years ago. His name is his name is John, Johnny Nitro, and um, he used to play at the Grant Green down in in uh, San Francisco, and then he would play at the Saloon, and which is uh, well, the ones on the corner of Grant and Green. And um, then he would play at the pier. He he would do like you know three gigs a day. And uh, you know in the Bay Area is uh, is is one of California's um, well, it's the second most visited city in the world. But it's yeah. but uh, you know you can make a whole lot of money in tips because the crowd literally rotates you know like mm-hmm. every few hours there. And 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 um, so he he did very well. And he he taught me a lot about music, uh, about how to just be how to start from nothing. And, and his, his, uh, I don't know if you can do this anymore, but, um, I guess you could, uh, he told me to start a, uh, I guess it would be kind of like a jam, but it was like, I went into a club on an off night and I asked them what their bar sales were. And, um, uh, at the time it was, uh, they were doing like a hundred seventy five to $150 on a Thursday night. And then I went in there and I said, well, I'll, you know, I'll play for free for a month. And, uh, if I can bring a crowd in, then, you know, can I get a percentage of the bar? So, um, uh, a year later they were doing like $1,200 on a, on a Thursday night. So we, we had this draw and it was like me inviting my friends. It was like, you know, Chris Martinez and friends kind of a thing. And it, it was, it, I did it for a couple of years, met a lot of really neat people, but, um, but what I what I learned more is 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 about uh, stage presence and and what, he, what one of the vital things that he taught me is 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 just how to um, how to practice my songs. I would practice doing like a rehearsal. I would practice in songs sets of threes. Yeah. So I so I didn't get in that habit to stop playing and everyone looked at each other somebody starts tuning <laughs> i would just do three songs in a row and then i would say something and i would engage the people and say something current and you know that kind of that kind yeah. of thing and and uh you know 
everybody has to find their own place, but it's it's a vital thing because songwriting, performing, and finding who your audience is and what exactly, you know, like, it's like, where have I been, where am I, where am I at, and where am I going kind of a thing you have to ask yourself quite often because um, you have your goals, but then the industry is going to change because, like, yeah. right now, <clears throat> blues is not a viable product. It, is, it, it, it hasn't been for a long time, and uh, I... Uh, I got over the getting hurt about it, but I'm still, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still, just, you know, kind of sitting on my hands, um, uh, trying to. Uh, I'm not performing right now, and I, uh, I'm uh, working on my, you know, fixing my guitar projects and getting my guitars in order. But I don't know what I'm going to do. But um, I'm going to do something. I just have to see what happens. Yeah, definitely. Just real quick on the uh, guitars, because I know that you. Uh, you kind of piece together a lot of like really interesting guitars, necks. Like, um, I've seen a couple of different projects of yours uh, with the uh, the Fenders. I think the, is that yeah. Fen- would you say Fenders like your yeah yeah go to yeah I'm 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 a recovering Fender snob. <laughs> yeah. yeah right yeah, yeah no and I always I was every time I go over it's there's like a new con- configuration and it's, it's always <laughs> unique though but I I, I love yeah. it what uh what is the most interesting, I guess, uh, guitar neck? Because I know I've seen a, a bunch of different ones that you've oh, had. I think my, Do you have a favorite that really sticks out? Yes. Like, yes. I, I So uh, uh, my friend Eric, who works at Skips there on Auburn Boulevard, he, he found uh, somebody brought in a, uh, a really old 90s warmoth uh, Stratocaster body. And I'm not a Stratocaster Stratocaster persons. I'll say it three times later. <laughs> and I, um, I, uh, so it, it's a hardtail, meaning it doesn't have a, tr- a tremolo, so it's like a Telecaster, but it, but but it's a Stratocaster. And I um, uh, found this neck on Craigslist, and it is a inch and three quarters inches wide, which is. Is wide as uh, a classical neck. If you ever pick up a classical right, nylon yeah, string, yeah. they're they're inch they're and three quarter, and so they're like super wide. So it's it's relatively thin, but it's really wide. Fender never made an inch and three quarter neck. Um, you could have one built, but uh, there a lot of people aren't aren't don't like them. But but what I like about them is that when you stretch a neck out that wide, it 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 changes the string spacing. And um, I use really heavy gauge strings, and so I'm able to swing harder and hit it. You have a bigger strike zone um, when when the strings are just. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're only talking just like a sixteenth of an inch or so wider than the, the normal string spacing, but um, it makes you. It, it's a different feel. I mean, you know, like right. when you go to you know for players you go pick up somebody else's guitar and you'll notice you'll play something different i picked up your tailor and i was playing some something i you know just something different and that's that's the cool part but but for me it's it's um a big part of it and i for because i play blues it's it's a tone thing you know it's you know it's it's all about tone because um you know, you're dealing with three chords. You know, it's a one-four-five progression mm-hmm. most of the time. And so, so you have to be very creative, and your note placement is is um, unlike jazz, where you know, it's not not. I'm not 
<laughs> pigeonhole the whole jazz thing. But, you know, there's more notes in jazz. Yeah. And 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 a lot of the blues type of blues I listen to, it's it's um, selectively trying to. You're trying to find that monkey nerve. You're trying to find that note. You know, like the ones that BB King hits. You know, mm. that's those those ones where you, yeah. you go like, oh wow. You know, Joe Bonamassa. You know, that's what makes him. You <laughs> yeah, know, he's right. one of them guys that I didn't want to like. And, 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 <laughs> and just yeah. like, ah, you know, there's a whole just, bunch of them because he know? just finds all exactly yeah. what you said. And he you finds just, all those. You know, and... like yeah, come on, you can't be that cool. It's just like not fair. You know, so, <laughs> you know, it's just there's you know a whole bunch of pile of pretty boys out there that you know that I don't want to like and then they're like completely awesome and and and, <laughs> and it's 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 uh and that's and for me that's what you know in the amps you know I like yeah. uh you know I like the vintage stuff and I have some vintage pieces and and um but but uh today you know they're you know we're uh, like that what's that amp simulator thing oh, that you fractal have? the fractal axe effects yes yeah that thing really pissed me off you know? <laughs> <laughs> because it, it it actually um i have uh, uh quite a few vintage amps of when i have a the the pro the tweed i have the 51 oh, yeah. i have right. a 51 tweed thing and that thing sounded like just like it it's yeah with like, the little uh, crackle effects and yeah it's it. it's <laughs> i mean it sounded just like a tweed it you know had that tweed uh fender tweed setting on it and it sounded like it so it's 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 a re- it's a really cool thing and and um back to the technology um you know today for anybody starting out i i highly suggest you know just getting a quality you know finding something quality used uh rather than buying new and you know get the best you can afford but you know buy you know, spend the money on a good microphone rather than buying a, a board that has effects in it or something, you know, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, and, and, uh, you know, you know, work on the, work on the, you know, the acoustic stuff before you go out and buy a pedal for your you know <laughs> thing. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, you, it's all the accessories. That's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> accessory. Kind of accessories. No, <laughs> no, that's definitely like, that's good advice. I think starting, with that foundation, because I feel with all the technology, a lot of people are just jumping right in with and relying on technology only. Yeah. And as soon as that kind of like cycles out or, you know, maybe isn't as popular, then yeah. you're kind of going to be left like, like naked. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be out there trying to like get by. And I've already seen that with some people when, you know, they have all the technology at their disposal, and all they got to do is just sing on tune. Yeah. And they don't even do that. It's difficult, man. Oh, it's man. That's real hard. That's like, <laughs> you, couldn't, you can't even do the one thing that, like, yeah. That's all, that's all yeah. you have to do. You had the one job. <laughs> <laughs> you had one job. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. I remember seeing a performance recently on the MTV Awards, and uh, sometimes I see them on the, on the Grammys as well. Oh, the CMT that Awards, too. Oh, CMT as well. Well, Ooh. we were talking about the country genre yeah. being very Well, you know, there are people are auto, I have friends that are very connected, and they, you know, they're saying a lot of these, a lot of people, you know, they're, well, we all know this. It's they're auto tuning live. It's just yeah. It's yeah, just, you can it's just, <laughs> it's just. I mean, I didn't. Th- I thought it was a studio thing, but but um, you know, it's. Uh, I I know we're gonna wrap this up here, mm-hmm. you know, pretty soon. But I I um, it's I I want to kind of put put it to kind of sum the big picture up. For my life, because this, you know, my experience is just my experience. Yeah. And and a lot of people, 
um, we do this thing like um, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, or ish, you were able to be able to, let's say that uh, Adam's in here, he's very quiet. Uh, but like we have enough people in this room, we could start a band tonight. Mm-hmm. So, so like we could, uh, we could literally start a band with, with the four of us in this room and we could uh, make a Facebook page for it. We could, we could, because we're at your place, we can make a video, we could record it and YouTube. we could, we could, <laughs> we could, do, yeah, start a YouTube channel and we could start the band. We could put it up and, on iTunes tonight. And yeah, we could do it all right here <laughs> and we could, because we, because we can, because, mm-hmm. you know, this is what we do. And, and then here's, um, let's just hypothetically say, yes, we're, this is what we're going to do. And we all put our hands in the circle and we, you know, <laughs> and, and we go, we're in. And, 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 and um, uh, we, uh, uh, we start this band and we have this thing. No one says, it's kind of like marriage. Like we, you know, we, we always have idol at like a 51% divorce rate. And people don't go, everyone goes into marriage going like, yeah, I'm, you know, better, worse, sickness, health, mm-hmm. you know, it's forever. And, and then, but yet half of them, you know, uh, it, it ends in divorce. And, and same thing with bands. We do this thing where like no one ever asks, so like, how long are we going to do this? We just don't do that. <laughs> like we go in and, yeah. and what you said is that we, um, a lot of people, I've done it, you've done it, we, we buy the kind of gear that we need for that kind of thing. But here's, here's the, 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 um, and I'm going to throw my little asterisk disclaimer out before I go in. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm not talking about anybody I know. This isn't some side back talk, but, mm-hmm. but, but we all know this, these bands that do this thing where, um, it's a hard balance. Again, I'm going to put this video on your thing that kind of breaks down, a wagon wheel of, of, of care it takes to, to, to run a band at any level. And it's, it's a whole bunch of things. It's not just having cool music and going and doing a band because here's the tragedy, the tragedy that bands have today because of social media. It's, it's the downside to it is that any band literally, if you aren't going to tour, you are going to saturate your, your, your market. You know, it's it's gonna. How many times will, let's say that we're just awesome. Just say like we're one of those bands where like every song on the, you know, that we have yeah. is just awesome. We're just well, all. <laughs> and, and you come out and see us, and you know, you know, we high five you, and we'll, you know, you know, do shout outs and do mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. Well, so how many times really are you gonna come see us? Exactly. I mean, it's it's just, I'm gonna like, uh, like the Heroes Last Mission thing. You know, mm-hmm. of course, I toured with you, so I got to you know see you guys every, every night, night for a long time. <laughs> it was awesome, but I went and saw you a few times. I don't have anything. You're my favorite band. Mm-hmm. I, granted, I'm older. I'm not in my 20s, so so I don't go out as much. But I, you know, only went and saw you a few times, and that's how it is for most people. Yeah. And you can saturate your market really easy. And 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 when I see bands where I'm friends with like three people in the band and <laughs> they're hitting me up like ten times, you know, from everybody, you know, like <laughs> in a week, it's it, it it can be overkill. It's not and and you just have to be careful with it. And you have yeah. to be careful about how many shows that you do. You can't, you know, play at some place on 
Friday night and Saturday night, you're six miles away. Yeah. And, you know, one's, <laughs> you know, six bucks to get in. The other one's 15 with three bands. Yeah. It's, oh, right. Yeah. It's, we played those. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough for, it's tough not mm-hmm. for your audience. Now, the opposite side, um, and I never thought you'd hear this coming out of my mouth, but, but like <laughs> doing a cover thing, you know, like, like the WizKid thing, you can do that. Because yeah. it's oh, yeah. it, you, you guys are on a level and you have a you know, you're because of the way you're being booked, yeah. you you can be in venues where like when you're like doing casinos, obviously it's a moving market. It's a yeah. it's a built in exactly. market. You know, Yeah, we really don't have to actually Yeah. No, you yeah, don't that's the cool thing about it with a well what you're saying is you know, I find it it is different, you know, with the the cover band because I feel like people actually want to see us more in the cover band than they actually do had ever yeah. wanted to see, you know, our, our original. Like mm-hmm. people get mad. I, I was I was in Reno the next week after, and you weren't there. Yeah, they do. And it's like, yeah. oh, well. familiarity <laughs> though. Again, like with the yeah. music, they know it and they're ready for it. You know. Yeah, they're gonna get that instant gratification. Yeah, instead of having to be like, oh, okay, this is okay. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> like a, your song. that's a, that's that's an excellent point because see, um, your friends, uh, I mean. People just have to ask themselves: Is is when you go um, see the Wizkid, for instance, and you go see him at a casino, and you guys are on, you guys, you guys are doing big stages with mm-hmm. big production. It's big boy stuff, and it's 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 cool. It's and and it's it's people like like to go like, hey, those are my those, you know, I know those guys. I know are, those they're, guys. Yeah, they're my they're yeah. my friends, and and it, it's cool because. It's what that's what we do. People um, people like to you know musicians and actors and and people that are that do everybody in the arts. People, it's it's not um, you know. There's people maybe even be listening who aren't artistic. You know, it's and it's not it's not a handicap. It's it's because. Uh, being artistic is, is, I think, the handicap. I was Sometimes just going to say that. Is, I was just is, is, say it. You know, it is, you know, it's because, like, people go, oh, oh, you're a musician? Yeah, yeah, you, 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 oh. you go around. No, it's a funny thing because they, like, I remember the first time that we ever went on tour, it's, uh, which is, like, the first time I'd ever, like, traveled outside this area much in my life. There was so many people that said, like, hey, I was following you. You know, they're on their work and they're logging on tour, you know, because I was – uh, using a website mostly, mm-hmm. and um, we were getting, you know, well for us, you know, it was our very first tour. We were getting like, you know, sixty hits a day, you know, mm-hmm. which for, was a brand new website. We just put it up, and and you know that was back then. It was a lot because yeah, because oh, you know people were like looking because they wanted to be a part of it. You know, they're yeah, sitting, well, you know, because if you if you, I mean, um, you know, if you're not an artistic person, and me, meaning, or you know. You know where you stand, and you're a focal point of a of, and you have something nice to way do. To put it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because it's 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 you know because people it, we're human beings. You know we're extremely curious, and we live vicariously through whether mm-hmm. we know it, believe it, or like it or not. We do other people, mm-hmm. and that's the one thing that we can be. We can you know we can be inspiring to somebody. It's it, it's it's. It's you know it's a it's a mixed bag, but it's the truth. It's it's just is. So it's important, and and it hurts me sometimes when I see a, a lot of young people, 
spending way too much time, you know, working on their photos and their all, all that other stuff. And when oh, they right. just need to, like, you know what? There's a couple of people that I know. I just want, like, you know what? You just need to play your guitar some more. You really need to work because, um, you know, even myself, I, um, uh, I just started like practicing a lot and cleaning up some of the, I started watching videos and everyone goes through a phase where you start sounding clunky or you, mm-hmm. you know, like vocally you're not hitting the <laughs> yep. notes yep, yep. And, 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 you, and you have to, you have to stay on it. And I got really, uh, you know, I got really sloppy and, and, and it's, it's, um, it's, it's something, you know, it's like when I see these eight year olds, you know, on Facebook that are, you know, <laughs> some, like, are you kidding me? You know, like it, it's, it, it's 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 that humiliating humbling thing right <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. and then and then I, I I get through and then I get you know I get inspired you know I, yeah I, that's a, I, like that's what I always hope for never get discouraged you're always you yeah. know you know you get inspired that's why you know always take it and be positive and see what you can take from it in a positive way that way you can, you can get better or mm-hmm. you know challenge yeah. yourself and mess up you know, it's, yeah. it's okay. Like that's, I think that's the, I forget if we were just talking about that, uh, the other day about just being afraid, people being afraid to just take that leap yeah, because they don't want to fail or look dumb or, you know, but that's, that's such a huge important thing, I think in part of growth, personal growth, just, I think in anything, yeah. especially in a creative sense, like, you know, I didn't have that awakening songwriting wise until a couple of years ago when it was just like, I'm going to write a song every day in the morning. going to wake up. Like I was, was telling you, it was just, wow. and yeah, there's some terrible stuff. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. There's some stuff I'm like, I haven't even showed anyone, you know, Yeah. but it's cause it's, but because I got that out of my system, yeah. I moved on to the next thing and then it was great. It was exactly. like, it was cool. I I liked it. And then the next one was terrible. And the next one was terrible. And the next one was terrible. And and then I was like, the next one after that was mm-hmm. like, oh. So I almost had to, you know, I think that's part of that journey is falling on your face is, yep. yeah. is definitely an important part of it. And what people don't do is they don't give themselves permission to fail. That's what you have to do is give yourself permission to not be good. And then you get over being afraid you know, because yeah. usually a lot of times people, the stuff they put out that's crap that you're saying, you're like, hey, it's not the best. It's probably not that bad, really. And, um, you know, you're, you're always your own worst <laughs> critic, though. I mean, really, yeah. Oh, but yeah. giving yourself permission to just not do it's OK if I just if it's not the best, I'm just going to do it anyway. Yeah, it's like it's like a, it's like the first time I ever uh, back in the day, uh, there used to be these. They, you know, what? actually, I've heard people you may have run across that people ask for a promo pack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And. and and it used to be like a manila folder and you have a cassette tape in it and you have a, you, know, you <laughs> yes. have a, you have a headshot and, <laughs> yeah. and you know, have this whole thing. And I remember the first time I made one and I sent, I sent like, I don't know, it had to have been like 60 out, oh, yeah. you know, mail, lick a stamp kind of stuff. You know? <laughs> and um, sent them all out and I just said like, rub my hands together. Okay. You know, the phone's going to ring They're tomorrow. Gonna start, they should uh, be getting there tomorrow. They're going to think, and, and, I, and not one yeah. phone call and you know so so yeah you know what it's, that's that's the difference is you're gonna get some 10 foot pull marks on you mm-hmm. you you are and and, <laughs> and it's and and then and then you know that uh i i used to uh i used to be on the board of for like six years maybe longer uh and i uh, on the performing arts of roseville and i used to book the entertainment for um uh 
the Roseville Music in the Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I used to go to a lot of people's promos, and, and, and so it was very enlightening for me to be on that side of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when you have uh, 30 emails, and uh, and I was doing it when people were still using MySpace, and I yes. had, like, I would open those things up, and I first thing I would do is I would look at the hits, like how many people have visited the thing, and then um, if they didn't have the music coming up right away, I'd click on it. And literally, I have like, you know, like 24 bars so I'm going to listen to at most. Hmm. And if it didn't do anything for me, and if it was this, you know, Pro Tools, you know, kind of a thing, it was just like, no, you know what, like, you, you, you can't if you can't you're not gonna be able to pull this off live you know that kind of a th- you know that yeah. kind of thing and so so that's what a lot of and, and i'm not alone on that a lot of people you know that's you know because you 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 are um you want to you know i don't know you and i don't know if you're going to be able, not not necessarily bring a crowd but hold one it's right. it's, it's, it's a different it's, thing it could, because this is the entertainment business and it and it and it's and it goes from it's it goes from um, you know from the time that you step out of whatever vehicle you came in until the time you get back. It's you know like when I see, I you know you can ruin your reputation before you have one really quick in this business and and it's and it's it is a business now. It's not it's not it, it's it's kind of a, you're in and out. I mean yeah, yeah. you're gonna have the people that are the casual. Yeah I you know got my day job and I you know I do some kind of sport and then I, you know, bang on a guitar with my buddies every once in a while. Mm-hmm. You can have that and because that's how, what keeps, you know, Guitar Center alive. But, <laughs> but you know, it's Ooh, true. Yeah. You know, those are all it's true. You know, the, know the, so they're funny. they're aimed they're aimed at the bedroom player. But but the but the thing is is that that if you if you are serious about this and you like you know want to have um be have a career in it, you know, you it's it it you have to um know that as an artist, um, especially with social media, it's like you're on stage. My, my friend Michael, um, and, and he's uh, Michael Gregory, he, he's in Nashville. He's, he said something to me one time. He said, uh, 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 he's, I could go on 20 minutes about his guitar. He's the best guitar player I know in the world. And he, he said um, that uh, he retired from this industry, ironically, the same year that I went into it full time. And uh, <laughs> so he has a, a really incredible day job, and and he, it's, he, at the time, he was in a windowless cubicle, and uh, somebody said, "Oh my gosh, I just clicked on one of your videos, and dude, what are you doing here? Like, why are you in this windowless Whatever cubicle?" Whatever job, yeah. And and he said to him, he said, "Oh, that's what I, you know, I yeah, I retired from that." He said, he goes, "You're only seeing one, you, you know, I'm only on stage for an hour and a half, you know." you know, like a, as a headliner or a support act, you're only on stage for, you know, like an, an hour and a half set, you know, when you're doing a show at, at, you know, on the big, you know, at the big levels. Yeah. And, and he said, but you know, there's, there's like, you know, 23 other hours in my life that you don't see that, that, you know, that, that are, are tough. They're, 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 they're really, they're, they're really tough. And, um, it, because, and, and sadly today, at the pop level, we're, we're seeing people that are more interested in what you're doing off stage than what people are doing <laughs> yeah. on stage. Okay. And you see people, you see, uh, 
I don't even have a slot for this in my brain. I don't have a really nice way to put this, but like, I don't, I see way too many videos of these young girls with, that are, aren't dressed, that are putting these videos out and of them playing an instrument. And I don't, I, I get the click thing. And, 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 and uh, I am not an idiot. I understand about, you know, online traffic but but it it's it's a it's really it's a really uh it's not a great message because <laughs> some of them are really incredible players too mm-hmm. and 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 yet you know you know having your boobs hanging out that to, doing that thing it's <laughs> it's, it's 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 really unnecessary yeah. because yeah. In, in most cases you know they're like you're really beautiful and you, you don't really need to do that and it's and it's like you know, as a, a grown man and adult, yeah, it's yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, you're beautiful, and like I'm not gonna like close my eyes and listen to your video, but but <laughs> but, but, but I'm a, I'm also a parent, and I also see how we're we're back to that influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're back to that influence. It's like what you know, like what what what's the end game? Like what's your end game? Like, yeah, it almost like, takes you. It takes you out of that. It's like, it's 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 you have to remember that you know it's it's um. It, it, it's it, it's uh, I don't I, I don't have um, you know I, I could come up with well this is what you need to do kind of a thing but <laughs> but you know then you um, uh, I want to end with this thing um, uh, I I love it when I run across somebody that I've never heard of and I start doing my homework with them like <clears throat> you've heard me mention Hoodie Allen he oh, said yeah. uh, my friend Brody sent me this thing of his cake video and his and i thought it was a parody i thought he was like uh making fun of it. yeah i thought <laughs> so. he was making fun of you know these rap thing and 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 um so so what is here this is all these people that you know if you make beats and you do that kind of thing and you and and he's he's a person that i would have he did everything um uh he did everything that i would say not to do and he's I don't know if he's signed now. I don't think he is. I think he's still independent. But the guy's huge. You know, he did like like he just did a video with Ed Sheeran. No shit. uh, Huge, and he's uh, his production. He's doing he's doing everything that the industry said don't do. So when you listen to someone like myself go, this is what you should do. He proves that you can still do what you want to do. But you got to work your ass off, and that's what he did. He worked his ass off. He still is working his ass. The guy's like, you know, he worked for Google, kind of smart, and he is, you know, he's huge. Yeah, maybe he's the exception, but it can be done. And so, don't let people, you know, yeah, you know, like listen to everything said, but don't believe everything. <laughs> yeah, I think that was that, that exactly right there. That's the universal thing: is that that hard work and that dedication to it. Like, yeah. that's ultimately, no matter what, you know, because, yeah, maybe you do something completely opposite of everything. And that's that's what almost makes you stand out because you don't follow the norms, but you work your, your ass off and you're always in everyone's face or you're just pushing boundaries, even if it's just your own, you know. Yeah. I, think that's, well that's, I think that's definitely something to aspire to, I think, to really push you forward and... Yeah, no, this is this has been a really good talk, and yeah. you know, we really went deep. I know we were like 
just talking about the basics, but we got into it, which is good though, because <laughs> yeah. that's, I think that we all have something to offer. You know, you've been in the industry for a very long time and Brittany, she's done a different part of like the music mm-hmm. industry and jazz and, you know, rock band and mm-hmm. blues, you know, it's, it's all different, but I think universally, like, yeah, we all yeah. being creatives and stuff like that. We, we, you know, we've, we just almost have the same experiences. Yeah. And, Yep. Even though they were totally different. Really, yeah. That's you know. the beauty of music. Different view, yeah. you know, perspective. But yeah. I really uh, enjoy talking to you because I've, I've been around you a lot, but we've never actually talked to each other. No, because we're always <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've doing been something in so many places musical, with yeah. you, but not, I don't know, it's just kind of funny. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I know Chris Martinez. Well, I don't really know Chris Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. I know who yeah. he is, and I've yeah. been in the same room with yeah. him. It's like, it's like now I have those people that I Facebook know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That does happen. I, I, that, that always happens. Like every once in a while, like you'll go out and then it's just like you see someone from Facebook and you're just like, do yeah, I it's say like, hi? It's like, yeah, it's like seeing hi. a dog, or, you know, like a dog walking on its hind yeah. legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when you see your you, you see your teacher at a gas station. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do I say? Do I ignore yeah. him? Oh. Yeah. That used to freak me out. My uh, when I was in karate, taekwondo, like I would see my uh, instructor in regular clothes because I had only yeah. ever seen him. <laughs> yeah. In a yeah, gi. Yeah. And it was like the weirdest thing. And to this day, it, like it's like burned in my Head. Yeah, it's like it kind of bothers me. Yeah. I'm a little upset about it. No, the one that throws me is, is 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 the checkout lady at the grocery store you go to. When you see them, I always go like, "Where do I know you from?" I do the RCA dog. Like, what the heck? I don't I don't understand where I know you from. I'm confused. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Oh, it's I only see you from the waist up. That's why. <laughs> you have legs. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you yeah. had legs. Yeah. Well, cool. Thank you for coming on, and uh, we'll hopefully have you back on because uh, yeah. I'm I'm sure there's a lot more information we can talk about and get into, and you know, vent about about the music yeah. industry. And yeah, thank you again yeah, for coming you. on. Oh, thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you guys.